Welcome to the Bible 365 podcast, delivering God's word to you every day, walking with fellow Christians through the entire Bible in one year. Each book of the Bible is read by a different member of Holy Trinity Lutheran Church in Edmond, Oklahoma, bringing new voices to a timeless story. Let's hear God's word for today. Leviticus chapter 13. The Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron. When a person has a swelling, scab, or a spot on the skin of his body, and it may be a serious disease on the skin of his body, he is to be brought to the priest Aaron or to one of his sons, the priest. The priest will examine the sore on the skin of his body. If the hair in the sore has turned white and the sore appears to be deeper than the skin of his body, it is in fact a serious skin disease. After the priest examines him, he must pronounce him unclean. But if the spot on the skin of his body is white and does not appear to be deeper than the skin, and the hair in it has not turned white, the priest will quarantine the stricken person for seven days. The priest will then re-examine him on the seventh day. If he sees that the sore remains unchanged and has not spread on the skin, the priest will quarantine him for another seven days. The priest will examine him again on the seventh day. If the sore has faded and has not spread on the skin, the priest is to pronounce him clean. It is a scab. The person is to wash his clothes and will become clean. But if the scab spreads further on his skin, after he has presented himself to the priest for his cleansing, he is to present himself again to the priest. The priest will examine him, and if the scab is spread on the skin, then the priest must pronounce him unclean. He has a serious skin disease. When a case of serious skin disease may have developed on a person, he is to be brought to the priest. The priest will examine him. If there is a white swelling on the skin that has turned the hair white, and there is a patch of raw flesh in the swelling, it is a chronic serious disease on on the skin of his body, and the priest must pronounce him unclean. He need not quarantine him, for he is unclean. But if the skin disease breaks out all over the skin so that it covers all the skin of the stricken person from his head to his feet so far as the priest can see, the priest will look. And if the skin disease has covered his entire body, he is to pronounce the stricken person clean. Since he has turned totally white, he is clean. But whenever raw flesh appears on him, he will be unclean. When the priest examines the raw flesh, he must pronounce him unclean. Raw flesh is unclean. This is a serious skin disease. But if the raw flesh changes and turns white, he is to go to the priest. The priest will examine him, and if the sore has turned white, the priest must pronounce the stricken person clean. He is clean. When a boil appears on the skin of someone's body and it heals, and a white swelling or reddish-white spot develops where the boil was, the person is to present himself to the priest. The priest will make an examination, and if the spot seems to be beneath the skin and the hair in it has turned white, the priest must pronounce him unclean. It is a case of serious skin disease that is broken out in the boil. But when the priest examines it, if there is no white hair in it, and it is not beneath the skin but is faded, the priest will quarantine him seven days. If it spreads further on the skin, the priest must pronounce him unclean. It is, in fact, a disease. But if the spot remains where it is and does not spread, it is only the scar from the boil. The priest is to to pronounce him clean. When there is a burn on the skin of one's body produced by fire, and the patch made raw by the burn becomes reddish 
white or white, the priest is to examine it. If the hair in the spot is turned white and the spot appears to be deeper than the skin, it is a serious skin disease that has broken out in the burn. The priest must pronounce him unclean. It is a serious skin disease. But when the priest examines it, if there is no white hair in the spot and it is not beneath the skin but is faded, the priest will quarantine him seven days. The priest will re-examine him on the seventh day. If it has spread further on the skin, the priest must pronounce him unclean. It is, in fact, a case of serious skin disease. But if the spot has remained where it was and has not spread on the skin but is faded, it is the swelling from the burn. The priest is to pronounce him clean, for it is only the scar from the burn. When a man or woman has a condition on the head or chin, the priest is to examine the condition. If it appears to be deeper than the skin and the hair in it is yellow and sparse, the priest must pronounce the person unclean. It is a scaly outbreak, a serious skin disease of the head and chin. When the priest examines the scaly condition, if it does not appear to be deeper than the skin and there is no black hair in it, the priest will quarantine the person with the scaly condition for seven days. The priest will re-examine the condition on the seventh day. If the scaly outbreak has not spread and there is no yellow hair in it and it does not appear to be deeper than the skin, the person is to shave himself but not shave the scaly area. Then the priest will quarantine the person who has the scaly outbreak for another seven days. The priest will examine the scaly outbreak on the seventh day, and if it has not spread on the skin and does not appear to be deeper than the skin, the priest is to pronounce the person clean. He is to wash his clothes and he will be clean. But if the scaly outbreak spreads further on the skin after his cleansing, the priest is to examine the person. If the scaly outbreak has spread on the skin, the priest does not need to look for yellow hair. The person is unclean. But if, as far as he can see, the scaly outbreak remains unchanged and black hair has grown in it, then it has healed. He is clean. The priest is to announce the person clean. When a man or a woman has white spots on the skin of the body, the priest is to make an examination. If the spots on the skin of the body are dull white, it is only a rash that is broken out on the skin. The person is clean. If a man loses the hair on his head, he is bald, but he is clean. Or if he loses the hair at his hairline, he is bald on his forehead, but he is clean. But if there is a reddish-white condition on the bald head or forehead, it is a serious skin disease breaking out on his head or forehead. The priest is to examine him, and if the swelling of the condition is on his bald head or forehead is reddish-white, like the appearance of a serious skin disease on his body, the man is afflicted with a serious skin disease. He is unclean. The priest must pronounce him unclean. The infection is on his head. The person who has a case of serious skin disease is to have his clothes torn and his hair hanging loose, and he must cover his mouth and cry out, Unclean! Unclean! He will remain unclean as long as he has the disease. He is unclean. He must live alone in a place outside the camp. If a fabric is contaminated with mildew in wool or linen fabric, in the warp or weft of linen or wool, or in leather or anything made of leather. And if the contamination is green or red in the fabric, the leather, the warp, the weft, or any leather article, it is a mildew contamination and is be to be shown to the priest. 
The priest is to examine the contamination and quarantine the contaminated fabric for seven days. The priest is to re-examine the contamination on the seventh day. If it has spread in the fabric, the warp, the weft, or the leather, regardless of how it is used, the contamination is hardful mildew. It is unclean. He is to burn the fabric, the warp, or weft in wool and linen, or any leather article which is contaminated. Since it is a harmful mildew, it must be burned. When the priest examines it, if the contamination has not spread in the fabric, the warp or weft, or any leather article, the priest is to order whatever is contaminated to be washed and quarantined for another seven days. After it has been washed, the priest is to re-examine the contamination. If the appearance of the contaminated article has not changed, it is unclean. Even though the contamination has not spread, you must burn the fabric. It is a fungus on the front or back of the fabric. If the priest examines it and the contamination has faded after it has been washed, he is to cut the contaminated section out of the fabric, the leather, or the warp or weft. But if it reappears in the fabric, the warp or weft, or any leather article, it has broken out again. You must burn whatever is contaminated. But if the contamination disappears from the fabric, the warp or weft, or any leather article which have been washed, it is to be washed again and it will be clean. This is the law concerning a mildew contamination in wool or linen fabric, warp or weft, or any leather article in order to pronounce it clean or unclean. Leviticus chapter 14. The Lord spoke to Moses. This is the law concerning the person afflicted with a skin disease on the day of his cleansing. He is to be brought to the priest who will go outside the camp and examine him. If the skin disease has disappeared from the afflicted person, the priest will order that two live clean birds, cedar wood, scarlet yawn, and hyssop be brought for the one who is to be cleansed. Then the priest will order that one of the birds be slaughtered over fresh water in a clay pot. He is to take the live bird together with the cedar wood, scarlet yarn, and hyssop and dip them all into the blood of the bird that was slaughtered over the fresh water. He will then sprinkle the blood seven times on the one who is to be cleansed from skin disease. He is to pronounce him clean and release the live bird over the open countryside. The one who is to be cleansed must wash his clothes, shave off all his hair, and bathe with water. He is clean. Afterward, he may enter the camp, but he must remain outside his tent for seven days. He is to shave off all his hair again on the seventh day, his head, his beard, his eyebrows, and the rest of his hair. He is to wash his clothes and bathe himself with water. He is clean. On the eighth day, he must take two unblemished male lambs, an unblemished year-old ewe lamb, a grain offering of six quarts of fine flour mixed with olive oil, and one-third of a quart of olive oil. The priest who performs the cleansing will place the person who is to be cleansed together with these offerings before the Lord at the entrance to the tent of meeting. The priest is to take one male lamb and present it as a guilt offering along with the one-third quart of olive oil, and he will present them as a presentation offering before the Lord. He is to slaughter the male lamb at the place in the sanctuary area where the sin offering and the burnt offering are slaughtered. For like the sin offering, the guilt offering belongs to the priest. It is especially holy. The priest is to take some of the blood from the guilt offering and put it on the lobe of the right ear of the one to be cleansed, on the thumb of his right hand, and on the big toe of his right foot. 
Then the priest will take some of the one-third quart of olive oil and pour it into his left palm. The priest will dip his right finger into the oil in his left palm and sprinkle some of the oil with his finger seven times before the Lord. From the oil remaining in his palm, the priest will put some on the lobe of the right ear of the one to be cleansed, on the thumb of his right hand, and on the big toe of his right foot, on top of the blood of the guilt offering. What is left of the oil in the priest's palm he is to put on the head of the one to be cleansed. In this way, the priest will make atonement for him before the Lord. The priest is to sacrifice the sin offering and make atonement for the one to be cleansed from his uncleanliness. Afterward, he will slaughter the burnt offering. The priest is to offer the burnt offering and the grain offering on the altar. The priest will make atonement for him and he will be clean. But if he is poor and cannot afford these, he is to take one male lamb for a guilt offering to be presented in order to make atonement for him, along with two quarts of fine flour mixed with olive oil for a grain offering, one-third of a quart of olive oil, and two turtle doves or two young pigeons, whatever he can afford, one to be a sin offering and the other to be a burnt offering. On the eighth day he is to bring these things for his cleansing to the priest at the entrance to the tent of meeting before the Lord. The priest will take the male lamb for the guilt offering and the one-third quart of olive oil and present them as a presentation offering before the Lord. After he slaughters the male lamb for the guilt offering, the priest is to take some of the blood of the guilt offering and put it on the right earlobe of the one to be cleansed, on the thumb of his right hand, and on the big toe of his right foot. Then the priest will pour some of the oil into his left palm. With his right finger, the priest will sprinkle some of the oil in his left palm seven times before the Lord. The priest will also put some of the oil in his palm on the right earlobe of the one to be cleansed, on the thumb of his right hand, and on the big toe of his right foot, on the same place as the blood of the guilt offering. What is left of the oil in the priest's palm, he is to put on the head of the one who is to be cleansed to make atonement for him before the Lord. He is to then sacrifice one type of what he can afford, either the turtle doves or young pigeons, one as a sin offering and the other as a burnt offering, sacrificing what he can afford together with the grain offering. In this way, the priest will make atonement before the Lord for the one to be cleansed. This is the law for someone who has a skin disease and cannot afford the cost of his cleansing. The Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, When you enter the land of Cana that I am giving you as a possession— and I place a mildew contamination in a house in the land you possess, the owner of the house is to come and tell the priest, Something like mildew contamination has appeared in my house. The priest must order them to clear the house before he enters to examine the contamination, so that nothing in the house becomes unclean. Afterward, the priest will come to examine the house. He will examine it, and if the contamination in the walls of the house consists of green or red indentations, that appear to be beneath the surface of the wall. The priest is to go outside the house to its doorway and quarantine the house for seven days. The priest is to return on the seventh day and examine it. If the contamination is spread on the walls of the house, the priest must order that the stones with the contamination be pulled out and thrown into an unclean place outside the city. He is to have the inside of the house completely scraped and have the plaster that is scraped off dumped in an unclean place outside the city. Then they are to take different stones to replace the former ones and take additional plaster to replaster the house. 
if the contamination reappears in the house after the stones have been pulled out and after the house has been scraped and replastered, the priest is to come and examine it. If the contamination has spread in the house, it is harmful mildew. The house is unclean. It must be torn down with its stones, its beams, and all its plaster and taken outside the city to an unclean place. Whoever enters the house during any of the days the priest quarantines it will be unclean until evening. Whoever lies down in the house is to wash his clothes, and whoever eats in it is to wash his clothes. But when the priest comes and examines it, if the contamination is not spread in the house after it was replastered, he is to pronounce the house clean because the contamination has disappeared. He is to take two birds, cedar wood, scarlet yarn, and hyssop to purify the house. And he is to slaughter one of the birds over a clay pot containing fresh water. He will take the cedar wood, the hyssop, the scarlet yarn, and the live bird, dip them in the blood of the slaughtered bird and the fresh water, and sprinkle the house seven times. He will purify the house with the blood of the bird, the fresh water, the live bird, the cedar wood, the hyssop, and the scarlet yarn. Then he is to release the live bird into the open countryside outside the city. In this way, he will make atonement for the house, and it will be clean. This is the law for any skin disease or mildew, for a scaly outbreak, for mildew in clothing or on a house, and for a swelling, scab, or spot, to determine when something is unclean or clean. This is the law regarding skin disease and mildew. Acts chapter 23, verses 1 through 11. Paul looked straight at the Sanhedrin and said, Brothers, I have lived my life before God in all good conscience to this day. The high priest Ananias ordered those who were standing next to him to strike him on the mouth. Then Paul said to him, God is going to strike you, you whitewashed wall. You are sitting there judging me according to the law, and yet in violation of the law are you ordering me to be struck? Those standing nearby said, Do you dare revile God's high priest? I did not know, brothers, that he was the high priest, replied Paul. For it is written, You must not speak evil of a ruler of your people. When Paul realized that one part of them were Sadducees and the other part were Pharisees, he cried out in the Sanhedrin, Brothers, I am a Pharisee, a son of Pharisees. I am being judged because of the hope of the resurrection of the dead. When he said this, a dispute broke out between the Pharisees and the Sadducees, and the assembly was divided. For the Sadducees say there is no resurrection, and neither angel nor spirit, but the Pharisees affirm them all. The shouting grew loud, and some of the scribes of the Pharisees' party got up and argued vehemently, We find nothing evil in this man. What if a spirit or an angel has spoken to him? When the dispute became violent, the commander feared that Paul might be torn apart by them and ordered the troops to go down, take him away from them, and bring him into the barracks. The following night, the Lord stood by him and said, Have courage, for as you have testified about me in Jerusalem, so it is necessary for you to testify in Rome. This has been the Bible 365 Podcast, a production of Holy Trinity Lutheran Church and School in Edmond, Oklahoma in collaboration with Cinematic Waves, TV and film post-production studios. The Christian Standard Bible is copyright 2017 by Holman Bible Publishers, used by permission.
Having heard the word for today, may the same Holy Spirit who inspired scripture now inspire faith in you to live each day as a disciple of Jesus Christ. Love God, love one another, and love your neighbor.